0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the His and Hers boxing podcast. Uh sorry that we have been off for the last couple of weeks. We
1: hey, it's just
0: uh, a little bit end of,
1: end of series.
0: A sabbatical. Yeah, we'll call it season 1. No, there was various different reasons between work and uh family commitments and issues and stuff that we we all had to be sorted. But just like the boxing, we are back. Yo You know, and uh just as much as you can enjoy all of the boxing in Eddie's back garden, you can enjoy us just sitting in your living room or out in the go or whatever on all streaming platforms. I'm here as always with Need Campbell.
1: Oh that's why I'm drinking a cappuccino here.
0: Oh, did I introduce you just as you took us in? Yep.
1: Homemade. Homemade. Oh. Spar's own brand cappuccinos. I haven't been out to Starbucks or Nero yet since lockdown ended. I ain't getting too comfortable in this house. Okay. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Didn't work. Out, did it work out yesterday in my Christmas pajamas.
0: You did. She did a full uh, leg workout in Christmas pajamas. That's um. I'll that never, was,
1: be, never be back in a gym in my life again.
0: That was and, and what was the t-shirt?
1: Oh my god! No, I was an Under Armour t-shirt, but I got changed of it. I have. <laughs> I went to a John Barman concert in two thousand and ten, and Lee kept being like, "Who is that?" Because I just dug it out of my one of my drawers. I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this." Like I got a concert t-shirt. Lee was like. He was on Celebrity last year, and he was like, hes a big, like gay, um, sort of like a West End actor. But he was in Doctor Who, and...
0: I don't know. I just—it's so funny. I just I—I I'd n- I'd just never <laughs> seen it before. And as he comes walking in with this John Bar—who's
1: John Barrymore? I was like, well, first of all, it's Barrowman. Can you not read? Um, yeah. I was. Thanks for letting everyone know that I had a really nerdy teenage—not—not yeah. not even childhood. Two thousand ten
0: written on the back of it.
1: And all his uh all his dates, and he was at the waterfront in Belfast. But anywho's yes, we are back, uh, and of course doing this podcast from the comfort of our living room. Yep. Um, no. and just
0: in time, no less, because uh the fight camp has kicked off. Yeah. Eddie's backyard and was the host. But before we get into that, we'll just talk a little bit about the BT show and about well one fighter in particular is Erboy.
1: Kevin Adyarko.
0: that's the man.
1: Close, close to our heart. Our, close to our heart. Took our, took our podcast interview virginity.
0: That's right. The that's first, right. First boxer
1: <laughs> we ever interviewed on here. Um, and
0: he took the soul of G S Smith <laughs> on Friday.
1: I'm not like if Kevin's listening to this, like this is absolutely no disrespect to Kevin, but I, oh my god, like he he was he's been brilliant in his six fights before then, but I've never seen venom and punches like mm. it. He's mm. really this lockdown has been good to him doing the doing the speedball with the toilet roll yeah. attached to his head has really, really worked out for him. So
0: that we tip secret. for future yeah. boxers. Do you know what it was like? His performance was sort of like, it was like, uh, well, I think people use this comparison a lot with different ones and, and I think it's overused a little, but it, it was Nigel Benn-esque in terms of the aggression and the shot selection. Do you know what I mean? Like it was head, body, head, body. And he was just banging away. Like I mean, do you ever see these like tippy-tappy pads that people do? and it's all Aye, pitter-patter sweet, yeah pitter-patter punches and all I don't thing. think
1: he could do pitter-patter if he tried
0: no uh, you know each shot was meant for something there was purpose behind everything mm-hmm. um, and, and it's just it's a refreshing way to watch boxing as well and I sort of just I don't know I sort of forgot how big he is do you know what I mean like his Aye. back is massive uh,
1: the, the map of Africa
0: uh, it's like the map of Africa my disciples like, say ceremony
1: Pacquiao's back's like um, um,
0: no it's huge so it is he's got these big bowlers on his back and his arms and then I think like to maybe, uh, the no crowd. Well, we've said
1: we've said this before. You can it, really hear the. I just dropped my pen there lads. lot. You can really hear the um, like the ah, uh, and the. i am doing? Do you know whenever it? he makes the noise? Do you know whenever he really exhales? When you,
0: you exhale as you punch. He, but he's
1: one of the ones who really does it, and then you can really hear the smack of his punches. And yeah. do not get me wrong, your man Smith did not take her.
0: Yeah, there. he was a durable fighter. Fair play to him. Fair play to him is right. I mean, like what do you like? So he was dropped. Uh, with a left hook to the body, I think in the seventh.
1: Did they say to you two, I actually saw that hook, and I goes, "He's gonna go down." Yeah, he's And he didn't go down for a second. Oh my god! Yeah, she hasn't went down. And then he got hit in the same spot again. And then he did, and I was like, "See my eye for accuracy." <laughs> That's
0: it. So he's dropped with a left hook to the body in the seventh. dropped with a right hook to the body in the eighth, and then a clean head shot finished him in the ninth. Do you know? So I mean, but here
1: he wasn't even. He was still for going.
0: Yeah, he was. But I mean, like he. he all three shots, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he must be pissing blood this that's, day. That's
1: literally what they said, yeah. He know? has
0: to be, like, I mean, um, kidneys. Kidney shot, kidney shot, or liver shot, whatever way you want body to call it. it. Body shot, I body mean, shot, bam, bam. Yeah, I mean, it was just. A body shot, they're, they're just the worst, because, like, You can't breathe. It's a delayed reaction. Ah, you right, and you can't breathe. The people say this is the phrase. They say like it takes your soul, and 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 it really does because I mean it's the most horrifying thing in the world. You know you have to drop, and you are just like oh my god I can't get my breath. Your gum shield suddenly feels like it's absolutely massive Mm -hmm. in your mouth, and you're just dries your mouth out too. Incredibly uncomfortable, and 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 such a like. Well, it, it is a fleeting pain. It's such a high pain, and then it does fleet. And he can go away. So, if you can make the count, then you know you, you do find that they sort of recover. Um, but they're the long lasting shot. So, his like intercostal muscles, the muscles in and around his ribs and stuff, are going to be battered for the next few weeks. Uh, I imagine. His ribs too, you, say. That, yeah, in and around his ribs, exactly. Um, would be surprised if he didn't crack a rib. But he, he will be slowly breathing and gingerly walking I imagine
1: but this is and this is what we've been saying before like far played him because he wasn't like I didn't know much about him I'm not gonna lie but he wasn't your typical journeyman. Like, no definitely no, no, not no. Um, um, he was a good opponent and here as well Keevan's uppercuts as well like I know the uppercuts yeah, yeah. they wore him down too like your man Smith had a high guard and Keevan's uppercuts oh my god like your man's head was just going back like a spring Um, exceptional boxing and his head movement and everything I do I'm not even just saying this because uh, we bought his t-shirts or
0: he was our first inter-
1: interviewee but uh, I do think good big things are going to happen for Kevin yeah even. no
0: I mean he was very very impressive and really really enjoyable to watch Uh, not only that I just like when, it, when we talk sort of about his uh, shot selection and stuff and, and the venom in his, all of his punches but it was a 10 round fight and you know he just was so determined to get him out of there mm-hmm. he wasn't going was, go. to let it could, to he could have he could have walked at the points you know by the 8th round when he dropped in twice and whatever mm-hmm. um, and he kept mixing it upstairs downstairs he was like nah and I mean it, it nah. it's, it's just testament to his fitness as well mm-hmm. I mean he was working hard over lockdown obviously yeah. and, and uh, training for this fight camp uh, yeah so hopefully he moves on to bigger and better things but moving on to...
1: Actual fight camp, because you just said fight camp, but he was BT.
0: Oh, no, I meant his fight camp. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the actual for years fight camp.
1: Aye, uh, well, and on to literal Eddie's fight camp. First of all, I want to address the fact that Vaughan was Eddie Hearn's house growing up like I know and Adam Smith and, and Matthew were like um, Matthew McNamara comedy not being like think you can still see the swings over there that Eddie would have played on and I was like are they encrusted with diamonds because <laughs> you wouldn't be getting no cheap shit special out of Argus like
0: no no um, I mean
1: i still not over there
0: I know and it, it, the fact that he's moved out of there, so that only tells me that he's moved to somewhere bigger and better, <laughs> you I would imagine. I don't know. I it. like
1: Eddie Hearn too. I, yeah. I reckon you go around Eddie Hearn's house and for a nice big cup of tea and ah. need would be dead on. Like. Well,
0: you'd get lost, I'm sure, because mm. that, that place is massive. And the bill was kicked off with sort of a domestic clash, Jordan Gill v. Mm. Uh mm. It was the sort of classic boxer v. fighter situation. Jordan Gill, very impressive. What did you think of him?
1: Yeah, very good, very good at moving. Um, in round four, Bilotti got better at making it messier for Gil. Yeah, trying to yeah. Um, I heard as well like the Gil actually struggled to like, get fights with the Ingle gym, which I, I just find it hard to believe. You know, maybe he just didn't fit because he's with Caldwell now, isn't well, he? I,
0: it's not even that he struggled to fight. I don't know. Nobody wants to fight that sort of fighter. I, you know what I mean, it's you're in the who wants he camp, in that like it's very high risk. It's not gonna be a fun fight it's not gonna be enjoyable trying to catch you know you're chasing shadows mm-hmm. and probably low reward because he wasn't a big name at the time mm-hmm. but he is he's slowly uh growing a very impressive reputation and rightly so love the new hairdo more importantly
1: yeah oh my god yeah barely recognizable wasn't he?
0: yeah i mean he, he looks so different and he, whatever works for you uh because like, reese blotty i mean i know his record was a bit tainted in the last couple of fights and stuff but uh you know he's no pushover yeah. Well, these
1: were the two... Were these not the two that were um, Adam and, and Nick from Fight Disciples? They're oh, yes. yeah, uh, yeah. prospects. They both picked prospect. I think Adam picked Bilotti, actually, didn't he? And yeah. Then was like, I think Gil was favourite slightly more to win. Oh, and this one... Well, I had
0: Gil a favourite for sure. Aye. Yeah, definitely. He was
1: sick, remember? He fought and he was... He, oh, he that's why way it fight. asked me. Yeah, Aye. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, uh, that's all here and there. I, I don't really want to go way back on, on about all that shit because... People obsess over losses too much as it is. Uh point is he was up against a very good fighter yeah. and I thought he performed really well. Reese Blotty, incredibly fit. I Um uh, didn't give up. Trying trying to work his way on the inside. Had some success. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you only had to look at uh Gil's face and, and you have to look at the shot output of Gil. You know, he had to work hard mm-hmm. to keep bloody you know at range and, and picking him off and stuff you know it was not uh, an easy fight although he made it sort of look easy yeah uh, I, I, when I say not an easy fight listen like Karim probably won nearly every round you know but mm-hmm. uh, he, he, he'll he know the day after that he was in a fight one yeah
1: the, you almost feel bad when people not that you feel bad when people very obviously win every round but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're like pure trash the other person like bloody yeah. they put up really, although he didn't throw much in round 7 like I think he was wrecked mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I wanted to discuss though do you remember uh, this happened and you go to me write that down we're going to talk about that do you remember the random cut to Dalton cooking fish in the middle of that fight? oh yeah yeah do you Why? remember the
0: random and then it was like like I say no not cut not a physical cut like, like a TV uh, I like an edit yeah, like it yeah. was like
1: between rounds doob, I believe it's called <laughs> we work in the media
0: yeah
1: and um, we were just watching it and next thing up, it was like in between rounds we're having our minutes break and it just like it just cut to this like camera clip of Dalton Smith cooking fish in his hotel. Just a
0: salmon, just flipping a salmon. He's been
1: like, I'll have to cook my own dinner in my own hotel room. And Alan Smith was like, I yep. Yeah, there you go. They're all in the bubble. And then it just f-
0: cut straight back to the fight. It was <laughs> it was just the weirdest edit. I don't know if it happened randomly. It's so unimportant. <laughs> but I I just watched it after. I was like, wait, what? What was? Pure, the pure. <laughs> fit.
1: But then did that? Didn't do that for anyone else. No one else no. was cooking stuff in there. But do you want know to remind me of? jersey you ever see that thing on? Was I was doing the rounds on Facebook years ago. It was this guy getting fit, and he was like, "I have me fish and I have me rice." Do you remember that? It was like, no. I, do you remember this guy? And he was like, trying to trying to like uh, become a bodybuilder or something, and all he ate was like. Fish and rice. Or uh, or rice cakes. Yeah, People listening to this are going to know what i want on about. I'll have I me fish and I'll have me rice cakes. And that's like all he ate. And everyone was like, what the fuck, lad? Like, what are you going
0: to... Anyway. Well, there you go. I, I
1: think Dalton Smith has eaten more than fish and rice cakes to be fair. But yeah, we'll get on to him if, after.
0: If you rewatch it, you'll... you'll Yeah. I hope you enjoy this this cool <laughs> cutaway.
1: <laughs> Boxing podcast name just like... With sky Sports putting up funny. on
0: this. But no... uh, yeah, congratulations to Jordan Gill on a really, really good performance, and um, it just puts him right back in the mix. I think it's sort of, I think that would be his reputation and stuff sort of recovered, you know, from yeah. that loss. Um, I that don't Back to where he was. Uh, well, no. is it's not so much this loss that is, is damaging Bilotti's uh, situation, but uh, what is it, like three losses in his last five fights before this I fight? I this is the Yeah, yeah. So this is the fourth and six. So th- that when you look at the, the pattern of his mm. record So he, he's going to need to have a couple of I a tune up fights in the idea of them Because people don't forget how to fight But he definitely needs What's the word like a Confidence boost Yeah like. a confidence yeah. boost yeah. So someone yeah. there, you know where he, he can beat him up for a few rounds And, and then slowly start to rebuild Because uh, it's, it's, it's not necessarily the end of him mm-hmm. But uh, on the other side of that You've got Dalton Smith who was fighting Nathan Bennett uh, Hard to believe he's only 23 age 23 age 23 years he
1: yeah, I tweeted from our Twitter account at Hisner Boxing, and I was like, you know who who was the most obviously um Cheeseman and Eggington stole the show, but I was just like, who was your most surprising you know uh-huh. fight? Didn't know much about this Dalton kid, knew that he fought like for Great Britain and stuff, um and was obviously brilliant underage, but he really he's a wee bull, he's yeah. deadly, he's he gonna go far.
0: Yeah, I mean like you gotta take into account like uh the the opponents and stuff, but like yeah no Nathan Bennett, I mean. He was durable.
1: Uh, I also wrote that I liked Dalton's boots. Smelly feet. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I take really good notes during these fights.
0: Um, Nathan was really brave. Nathan Bennett, his opponent. Um, yeah, really durable, and and, and he always coming forward. That you know, that's the difference between you know we were sort of replacing these journeymen with people who are who are there to try and uh, pull off, mm-hmm. uh, not miracles, but you know, to uh, go against the odds. Um, and, and and that's all the difference when you put two boxers in and both of them are trying to win. Yeah, it makes all the difference in terms of entertainment, and it brings out so much more in the prospect as such. You know, because uh-huh. like, they're going to learn more. And like don't you know, he he wasn't punch perfect. he was thrown a lot from like mid range when he was probably just too small, but he found his range. You know, by sort of the second round, and then after that, he sort of couldn't miss with the big right hand. Um, he was working into the body, into the head, and he's yeah, he is strong. Really, really strong.
1: He last way you're saying like he's literally a wee bull, but like you said, Bennett, again, like utmost respect for him. He was not afraid to get stuck in. Oh. Um, as well, Dalton, like Dalton was on the ropes in round four, and you were just like, "All right, bull, maybe Bennett'll get stuck in now." And Bennett still couldn't get him because the head movement yeah. and the slipping. Um, I think maybe it's just it was a matter of, of just one was a wee bit more skilled, a wee bit more quicker.
0: i well, powerful because, it was, so it was a KO in the fifth uh-huh. round. And like, if you've seen it,
1: I think Bennett was forgetting back up like uh, no, he, in it. Oh, no. I know, but in his head, he was thinking, right, I'll get up with the ref. Was swaying.
0: Like, no. He had to get the oxygen mask on. As I know, it was just a precaution and stuff, but it was one of them knockouts. It was bad. It was deadly. Um, and it was, if you haven't seen it, well, then you'd be on the same camp as Nathan Bennett because he didn't see it either. I uh, mean, he was yeah. looking the other way and yeah. those are the shots that get you. Yeah. You know, when you have no prep or instinctive nature to, like, move away or just shield or tense, he, um, oh, man, it, 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 it was kind of gruesome. Like, I'm sort of, not not behind the ear, just sort of on that that side of the head and it was lights out momentarily. got the and all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a really, really impressive, Impressive performance, uh, Douglas Smith, and this is the kind of that's what the stage is for, you know, because everyone is watching. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, these fighters because boxing's back, and you know we watch just about any boxing. Although I thought that until I seen them American cards, and it was painful. But um, you know, so like, he how many followers was he gained in the last weekend? Um, I I, I keep getting
1: notifications being like. Suss and five other, fifty other people have just followed Dalton Smith. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. Really you know,
0: so th- this is great for for building their profile. You know, and, th- and this when they look back in their careers, they'll maybe look down at this whole lockdown period and the return of boxing, and maybe, and maybe think God, we're one of the lucky ones. You know, it, it, it's a It's how you spin it. You know, it, it could end up. It'll end up ruining some careers or ending some careers even. But uh, if you're a prospect with good backing. The cream of the crop's gonna rise, like yeah, that's it, that's it. I think. Um, the other
1: thing I wanted to address because of the whole no crowd thing. Do you remember Dalton's corner giving it pure stacks?
0: Oh yeah, I, I, <laughs> just, I just love how like the commentators will talk about everything, everything uh, they see. And I, even Dalton about, eating fish, even fish. You know, like a cutaway about that there. But I mean, this the Dalton's coach. Well, I don't have his name, but he was. Uh,
1: I think it was his. Ah, uh, Daphne was his coach. Oh, it was, it
0: was. It wow. was. Wow. Giving it absolute <laughs> stacks. He was the only thing you could hear and like to the point of the commentators were sort of raising their voice over it I know, and it was, it was just like was so just address it, address it lad. address the fact that he's a really so passionate coach
1: it was just the noises he was making was like, and the,
0: the clapping his hands you know a,
1: a, I wasn't no he wasn't even making like audible noises it was just like ra, it's pure guttural
0: N- nonsensical
1: but uh, it made me laugh and I was like fair get getting stuck in but yeah no I really I really want to watch Dalton Smith now and see how far he goes
0: yeah absolutely Uh, which takes us on uh, from the wee guys to the big guys, uh, the heavyweights, this was for the, the English title, uh, Fabio Wardley, 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 against Simon Valile. <laughs> I gotta just give these a go sometimes when I'm pronouncing them, I, I always blame the well. accent, I think I did well, I think I just went fanatically, you with can't it
1: get John Barman but you can get the
0: only, <laughs> yeah. John Barman, <laughs>
1: Barman.
0: Um, But yeah Fabio Worley uh, Very impressive and, uh, With a big third round KO uh, Got the stop Well the referee Stepped in in the end And he was just Sort of right to do so Because I don't think Simon was was In it anymore And he's no Amateur
1: Background Yeah very weird Isn't it is, You
0: know But This is We were discussing yeah. this Yeah I, That can only happen To the heavyweight Yeah
1: that, That's what we were saying This is
0: no offence to tall people, <laughs> but they're usually I'm usually used to them making fun of us. Uh, the, uh, the we're little, very small. Yeah, very vertically challenged folk. But uh, I don't know what it is, but but heavyweight boxing. I just think I mean, there's no way you can get to a decent stage without any amateur fights. This guy had a couple of yeah. uh, white collar bouts, and then got the feel for it. Got the bug. Got the feel for it and went pro. But I'm like, fair play to him, but uh, I mean, like, I, there's just something about heavyweight. I mean, like, because amateur boxing. You know, and you get that experience and stuff, and it transcends into the professional game in terms of like you know, the, you know, being on your toes and and right. just the general movements of the are, like. yeah, but you don't get that in heavyweight but, You know, it is a lot more flat footed walking, yeah. uh, big big shots. Yeah, if you've got par, you've always got a shot. I'm with, gonna it, say it, something. I'm
1: gonna say something possibly controversial and offensive, but. Especially in the lower levels of like begin, and this isn't like an any offense to these to Valili and Wardley, um, yes. but in the early stages of of pro boxing or you know like amateur boxing, like it's like usually it's like a, like bouncers or taxi drivers and they're mm-hmm. quite big lads and they're, they're I'm sorry, quite a lot of the time they're they're pretty fat and overweight. But it's like oh boy. You be some boxer. Because yeah, they're like yeah. tough or they're like usually he, bouncers like And you
0: make a few extra bucks on the side, yeah. You know? Aye,
1: but you're also like you couldn't run the length of yourself Cub. Exactly. like you know
0: But Fabio's not like this. No,
1: that's that is what I'm but what I'm saying is <laughs> that is why it is easier, I think, to go straight into pro box and having yeah. no amateur fights if you're a heavyweight. Fabio like, he's obviously he does fight Anthony Joshua, put you know, it that way.
0: Like. He's natural athleticism. I'm sure he works really, really hard and, and he's got some natural ability too. And he, he's well coached in, in in the short period of time that he's being coached, I suppose, uh, his shot selection was really good, he was going head, he body, was head, quick you know, enough, eye. And, and the finish was, was very, very impressive, uh-huh. I mean, he could go as far as he wants, really, I mean, I, I just, I'm all I'm saying was, is that I just don't think you could get away, with the lack of amateur experience, in any other division,
1: like especially like middleweight, you know what I mean, I,
0: I, to, to middleweight to me, is the average, is, <laughs> the, is the most, well, but it's not even, but to me it's always the most exciting, because it's got the right amount of like, Big and powerful, with speed and uh, mm-hmm. you know, like endurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's got a bit of everything. Um, you'll get big knockouts, but you'll get absolute you know barnstormer scraps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I I don't know, I don't I don't know. Was, there it, it was just a a side point he was making. Not I... taking anything away from Fabio at all. He did really really well on a big stage. Yeah. And now same boat. You know, a lot of people. I'm sure he's got loads more followers and stuff. Did... English title too. Like yeah. It wasn't just for an hand. And he was, you know, he was. Given the opportunity under the spotlight, and you know, he took it like you I mean, fair play to him. But I do want to move on to James Tennyson, her boy, her boy, her boy, Aye.
1: because from Belfast, it's
0: Belfast, all, B- all Belfast people are her boys,
1: yeah. Right, can I just say, right, during this fight time, <laughs> goes Lee, right, I'll go to the toilet and I'll be back really quickly. Came back, whole thing was over.
0: All right, well, I mean, it was six rounds. Aye. You how long were you in the toilet? I
1: right, but I mean like in the middle of it, I was like, "Go, i run to the toilet here really yeah. quickly." And no, a, to
0: be fair, Neve isn't notoriously fast. She goes and she sits on her phone and send away, sends send away voice, note sends voice notes. Sends voice notes. I have to text her to come back sometimes. Genuinely, stop telling people. Well, I just feel like if I embarrass you in public about bit, you'll stop. Uh, well it was won't.
1: it was a very very impressive sixth round stoppage and
0: again No, it, what was interesting was, you know, uh, this was for the British lightweight title is against uh, the Welsh man Gavin Gwyn, who is, Gwyn. you know, he's, he, a, a very impressive fighter in his own right and a, a very good opponent but uh, James, there, there was, what's the word like, there was different factors you know that we were sort of watching out for because he was moving up in weight uh, and we all know that he's a big, big puncher. But will that carry through to the to to the next weight division? And it, you know, I mean, it, well, it obviously did. Um, mm-hmm. He's just—he's so exciting. Isn't he? I, I actually
1: mean, never knew how exciting he really like. I never really sat down and thought about them. Like he actually is really—he's yeah. not just another Belfast fighter. He is. No, a James Tennyson really fight
0: him. is always worth watching. You know, and like if you're struggling, if you're Eddie Hearn or something, and you you know, and you want to make a a good card, you know he's just on. he's a must you know if to be sure that you're going to get um because he's even been stopped a couple of times himself but you know that, that's the kind of fighter he is excuse me he's like all on the line oh you know giving it all and taking it all Um, he had his world title challenge against uh tevin farmer he got stopped in it um, and now he's moved up in, in, in the weight divisions and he's the british lightweight uh champion so i mean he's only 26 years of age exactly
1: like, but again see even the and bit. still improving and yeah,
0: going through these weights make, you know learning and making maybe you know I'll be more successful up here and you know I didn't see anything on Saturday early days obviously in this weight division but I didn't see anything on Saturday to say that he couldn't have a real crack at it
1: no definitely not and even in saying that like what we've been talking about is people need to stop thinking that an undefeated record is the be all to end all like you yeah. know having that loss he does against Evan Farmer he's up there with the best of the best like I mm. think it's more you know what I mean like that that should definitely not tarnish his reputation at all. I think he'll he'll go far as well. We saw his girlfriend on do you remember that? We saw his girlfriend on a plane to um, where were we going? We, we were going there? to
0: Manchester. He was on the undercard. For Frampton. Frampton v Josh Warrington. It wasn't so much we assumed it was his girlfriend. we just seen this jacket and it said james tennyson on team the
1: back. team tennis no it yeah. said
0: team tennyson and i was just looking at it and it did and i was like well, team They're tennyson done, that yeah. sounds familiar it didn't even occur to me that it's yeah. like a boxing related thing
1: yeah i don't I know, know. I know. I know.
0: Well, team tennyson what, like, what god, company yeah. is that <laughs> you know tt um and then and then it just sort of hit me i was like oh my god like yeah he's, he's going to be on the undercard but um
1: i did laugh as well there was a picture he landed back in belfast and he was because we can't get yeah i don't think we can't we can't get dunkin donuts here in, in Ireland or in Northern Ireland yeah, I, mean, whatever. I, I, I don't, but he landed one. back with like two or three boxes there's a picture of him <laughs> <laughs> so he's obviously he was in the airport over there and was like stocking up because they're in airports over there and I was like we But sure he's went up a weight division I, that's what so. we're saying we're like <laughs> definitely deserves it now and then he, I think he was actually having coffee with Tommy McCarthy as well the day and stuff so it's nice that they're all they're all Ooh. really
0: supportive of each other speaking of Tommy McCarthy some news coming in there mm-hmm. Um, so the European uh, belt as e- e- EBU yeah EBU sorry they've, they've like uh just sort of re- released a statement or revealed a statement that Lawrence O'Couli has officially relinquished it meaning that it is now vacant and Tommy McCarthy is the mandatory for it. So we were sort of hoping that Lawrence O'Couli would hold on to it so we could see that fight, McCarthy yeah. uh, O'Couli fight. But if, if McCarthy wins it and Lawrence O'Couli fights for a world title and wins it depending on what route he's going down you know we could see that fight on, on an even bigger scale mm-hmm. and, and that's what we all want. But uh, yes, Tommy McCarthy if you're listening, another one of ours. Um, <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I'm, I'm excited to see who the opponent could be too. But I mean, I, I hope I, it's I,
1: someone brilliant. Like yeah, I have
0: every confidence that he'll be bringing that belt home. To be honest. Yeah,
1: and also uh, we plug here. We yeah we have interviews with Tommy McCarthy and with Kevin Aguirco If you'd wanna go back through the podcast and find those listen to, because Tommy talks all about that and about how they all got into boxing. So yeah, if anyone wants to learn more about these fab Belfast boxers because um, they're, they're making their way now but he's like
0: absolutely no 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 100% now if we were in a fancy restaurant right right and we were going to get a main course oh my god right right <laughs> this is all coming to me on the spot now. lobster <laughs> something like lobster right something really fancy mm. something like you know exquisite you want the best of the best for your main course Of course, yes it exactly wee, it
1: did the wee hand movement and bon
0: appetit, sort Bone bon
1: appetit apple like, teeth.
0: who would have thought hey Egg and cheese would be the best thing you could get. I love
1: egg sandwiches too.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's
1: stinking, I love them though. Dead
0: Cheeseman v Sam Eggington.
1: I kept calling him Eggy the whole night. He was like, "What are you saying?" I was like, "I am not saying three syllables every time I'm saying this man's name. He's Eggie. Cheese <laughs> cheesy and Eggy,
0: cheesy and Eggy." It was unbelievable. It was what so good. A fight. it was just so enjoyable. One of them, like I could watch it again now, and you know, and just enjoy it and be as every bit engrossed with it in it. That was the first time. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. It was a
1: fight and to show your mate that isn't into boxing to I, get them into boxing.
0: I'm probably probably the first fight since lockdown's been over that I've been really like, really involved, like interested in in terms of like, oh God, I, don't, I really don't know what way this is going to swing, you know? Don't even and, know what the crackers of the bookies like? And I felt like, you know, like it was the peloton was swinging one way and then the other way, and I really mm. didn't know what way it was going to happen, and I was just completely. Uh,
1: John in, like, yeah,
0: I kept gripped by it, you mm-hmm. know, and by it. it. It was just a fantastic fight, and we scored it ourselves mm-hmm. as we always do. Um, now we actually give it to Sam 114
1: to 115 to Eggy yeah, to Eggy yeah, but, right. You see, well, like, I
0: mean, I couldn't, I you know, I'm I wouldn't die by that, you know what I mean. Like, I, I did say when we scored it, I, I just added it up at the end. I didn't know as I was scoring it who was really in the lead. Um, Matthew. And so, Matthew.
1: Matthew Macklin's unofficial scorecard had it one round up to, to Cheeseman and we did say at the very very start I'm so bad at judging first rounds because usually they're really close and this one was and I was going to give it to Chees- Cheeseman and you goes 9 giving it to Eggy and I goes aye aye I'll give it to Eggy so now I'm like if I literally had to swap yeah, out that I'm, first round Cheeseman would have won for me and, and he maybe, did win yeah yeah
0: it maybe polluted your, your your thought process there but then if you look at Matthew Macklin's scorecard when he was showing it he gave the 8th round I think to Sam and we actually gave it a draw
1: we're bad for the old draws like
0: I know but sometimes like some of them rounds had to be a draw because they were literally inseparable um, I was saying like I, I, I never really God I sound like I'm really anti-American but you know <sighs> when you watch them like PBS shows and stuff or, or what was it PBS? BBC?
1: Uh, oh my God there's that many NBC? No I no, long? Not,
0: that, not the boxing one Anyway Hi. anyway, HBO anyway. No <laughs> <laughs> God They don't even show boxing anymore They used but, to I oh,
1: know I'm getting sick of um, anyway.
0: but But with, they're, they're so obsessed with like uh, statistics and and you know showing like oh Manny Pacquiao must have won because he threw like this many punches and things again and you know and it's it's and then they like try to judge the par like how do you even do that par you know what you I say that so no there, sir. thank you for taking away from my point
1: <laughs> no hundred um, percent it's too much wanna be analytical and it's like really it's it's not yeah, that it's, it's sort of a
0: point it's like when you know when you watch football and then one team has all the possession. And as in the most shots But they still lose 1-0 Aye You know like it happens And mm. boxing is the same You know stats Don't don't tell the whole picture But I would love To have seen the stats In this fight I'm sure Aye. it couldn't be Too hard to find Probably should have Looked it up before this <laughs> But uh, Because Prepared. I mean They just threw From start to finish uh, Ted got off to a, a brilliant A brilliant start I know I gave the first round To Sam But it was sort of airtight And then for the next I think four rounds I gave them to the Cheeseman It was, was just, It was literally I don't know He was just smarter And uh, Sam's hands were down a lot. Cheeseman uh, had you know he sort of like because at the start he, he got Cheeseman's big thing was that he always got hit too easy. Yeah, Do you know, uh, walking into shots that sort of typical fighter that kind of like uh, Lewis Ritz and Ricky Hatton. You know that sort of that mold. Um, but he had a really really nice tight guard, mm-hmm. and Sam did struggle to get through it. You know, but it's it's so hard to be really aggressive, throw loads of shots and keep that tight guard because it's, it's, it's real discipline and like I mean just hold your arms out in front of you for a long time you know it's exhausting and uh-huh. um, keeping them hands up when throwing big heavy shots moving the head and moving you know he was always going to have to sort of taper off you mm-hmm. know as the rounds went on and then Sam just sort of got a feel for it not that he ever actually started to raise his hands but his head movement just got better and then he started getting success that even on the ropes yeah you know Ted was putting him on the ropes but the, actually Sam was sort of winning you know yeah. at different points um, just, so just because you're the one putting the pressure on doesn't mean
1: you're necessarily winning you're
0: necessarily winning but like you could have had that fight in a phone box I'm sure everyone's been saying that phrase it, it, it was like you could have just tied a rope under two lead fights I knew
1: I knew I thought you were going to say because you, you know, were saying that to me at the weekend there. Uh, during
0: the, I mean because they really uh, were they ever separated more it, it, it should be an advert for how not to do socially distancing Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: other thing too and I know Sky Sports and everyone has to be seen to be doing this do you remember at the very end they were doing their interviews and they're both standing mics and the microphones are two metres apart and we're like (laughs) they literally have each other's blood on their shoulders like I really don't think the microphones matter now but anyway interviews like it it
0: really doesn't but yeah
1: yeah Sam definitely our leggy as I like to call him he his stamina not but Cheeseman's stamina is obviously unreal too but Cheeseman did look a bit tighter in them later rounds and that's when Sam really yeah. did start getting they, the up they, on him you know
0: he started to even it up again um, and I had a big success like and there were just <laughs> rounds where I was like oh to be fair no this is definitely Sam Eggington's and I then Cheeseman would just finish so strong I and mean, I have to try and sort of remember in my head It was like was that past the halfway point that he started getting yeah, stronger again like, or was it yeah. just the last you know, 30 seconds or something. Because you can't just steal rounds. Um, it, it
1: got to the point, yeah, so it was like the first, say the first five rounds, right, went to Cheeseman and then the later rounds, I, like up until about round round nine or round ten went to Eggy and then the last, like two or three, it got to the point where it was like, you were halfway through a round and Cheeseman was winning that half of the round but then Eggy was winning the last half of the round, so yeah. it was like, I don't yeah. even, because you, you turned to me and you were like, I'm just going to have to judge this by the last 20 seconds of this round, whoever comes out top here, because I actually don't know.
0: Um, the, thi- the thing is, is that I actually think, I mean, both both these fighters really needed to win, you know, for, for different reasons. um, The careers, not so much on the line, but like, what sort of backing they were going to get was maybe, you know,
1: yeah.
0: uh, at stake. Uh You know, who's going to you know be favoured more because Ted Cheesman's career is 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 taking a bit of a derail. Um Sam Eggington was sort of a firework. He came out all guns blazing at the at the beginning of his career and big hopes and then a couple of losses and stuff. Well a few losses, I think six. But he um uh, no, no one's really lost any credibility in this fight because it could have swung either way I think a remarch, rematch will probably be on the cards and they could both make you know a good uh, bit of money from that
1: well uh, look, one thing I said to you because one thing you always say in boxing is that you try not to get too personal about it and you're like I just want whoever's going to be better for actual boxing as a sport to win yeah. and I said to you well who do you think that is and you were like I actually don't. well Cheeseman you thought I thought ugh,
0: probably he I, is like, beef with Fowler doesn't he I, well I think everyone does but <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see because he was very unlucky against Scott Fitzgerald, whatever way you saw that um, really tight fight. He, you know, he, does he deserve a rematch there? Probably. Uh, a, him against Anthony Fowler, that would be very, very interesting, with mm-hmm. the winner maybe going on to fight Scott Fitzgerald. Um, but you don't want to keep them all at this domestic scene for too long, you know. You want to start mm-hmm. pushing them for belts and stuff. So this is about trying to separate yourself from the crowd and being like, you know, claiming the rankings and being, this, I should get the title shot. This is why, you know, put me on and it.
1: God love him too. Jeez, he, he was like, he was near crying at the end when yeah, he was talking afterwards. It, it and he meant was, the world to He was saying, we were saying, he must put so much pressure on himself because he really liked that the crowd wasn't there. He yeah. was like, I, you know, uh, there wasn't the nerves the way of the crowd. And he, if the crowd had been there, it would have been absolutely explosive because it was so close. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like both yeah. sides cheering. Um, And one thing about Eggy as well. I'm sorry if he's listening. I keep calling you Eggy like... But um, he, the commentators were saying this too. We were like, he just wasn't keeping his hands up in the first few rounds, and that's what lost him then because we were like, is it a British
0: thing? It's what he does. It's just a thing, and, and he that's just that's smiling. why we watch him, you know. But like I mean, he'll always get fights. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I want to see him again more than ever, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Their walkouts
1: were nuts too. The walkouts were. On the front of the mansion. Brilliant. It was like the Playboy Mansion or something. I did. I,
0: I just really enjoyed the card overall. Like I mean, it was just a good weekend of boxing.
1: Well done, Eddie.
0: Yeah, I mean, we sound pure pro match room, and I'm not always, but no. for any reason, like, but I mean, I just, I just enjoyed the card. You know, it was, it was the best of, of a sort of situation we can get, and we're sort of building as we every week goes on. We're starting, work, like next yeah. week, we've got uh, our first world title fight,
1: and in furnace this week coming as we were saying before we started recording, we're not, at, although again people could surprise us. It's just us. preferences.
0: Not, it's just preferences. We're not as excited.
1: We're excited for Terry Harper but we're not as excited for the rest of the card. As we yeah, card I mean as the, card, as the
0: card's good. It's okay. Um, I'm, I'm you know, Anthony Shall Fowler's like back on. Um, I just sort of forgot that he boxes because of all of these the Twitter CBD beefs oil. and the CBD oil. And you know what I mean? He's <laughs> fighting <laughs> Adam Do Harper. Do we
1: ever? Here, we are probably a better plug for Anthony Fowler than he could ever be because I think I we know, And I sound
0: like I don't like him either. I'm just saying. I know. We <laughs> yeah, mention no.
1: his CBD oil business every week. Bye. I
0: know. We talk about him talking about CBD oil
1: and I, just I, as often uh, do you know what I mean uh, <laughs> I love CBD oil
0: too it. it's a good job <laughs> it's a good job there you go it's it. but uh, very excited for Terry Harper v Natasha Jonas mm-hmm. uh, for the WBC and the IBO okay so for the WBC uh, <laughs> the fucking IBO
1: <laughs> I thought you just made like a typo in your speech there no I was just, right. I just
0: sort of I was reading that like I had it written down and, I like you care the IBO like, God goes,
1: like, forgive you
0: um no that's no discredit to them or the level of this fight it's it's very very exciting I'm Aye. really really looking forward to it that's on Friday
1: can't wait to hear the old Jerry Cinnamon Belder tune yes blasting. yes always
0: a, good when a, she walks good, out was, that's a good walkout tune Aye. very good walkout Tis. tune uh, you know there's nothing to lose for Natasha Jonas you mean she could come out and very you know like it's it would she be is. a surprise but it would it also wouldn't be surprising you she's know she's definitely if she,
1: got that competitive edge like you know yeah. she's not gonna come out laying down like
0: no no i mean i i think this is a good fight and, and it's good for for boxing this is what i'm saying right? okay it's good for women's boxing but like nothing will ever be good for women's boxing until i can stop saying women's boxing to differentiate it yeah And yeah, yeah. that it's just in the world of boxing so that i'm part of the problem there but what i mean is you got to build up a really good crop of fighters of, of real credibility in in the women's game and you know once the standard raises and everyone mm-hmm. starts meeting that and they all get better, and the face get better, then, then it'll all just blend into one. Yeah, um, like MMA. Like, like we like always MMA, compare to, yeah. you to.
1: Because you never say women's MMA.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't like MMA that much. I mean, I've gone off it more now because I've been trying to get into it because of, like, it came back way before boxing did, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Jesus, I just didn't find any of it really that entertaining.
1: I find it very
0: You a lot of people humping each other against uh, the cage
1: born and homoerotic like, yeah. not that there's any problem with homoeroticism but it's just I don't want to watch it it's, it's not what
0: they build it up to be you know in yeah. terms in all the fights is like I'm going to smash your head in and it's like you go straight for the legs and then they hug
1: A fine MMA as well especially the Americans are a lot more like what's the word like c- capitalist or commercialised like Paige Van Zandt is just and uh, I loved Paige Van I was like a Barbie that can fight my uh, dream but now she's just so obsessed with like her and her boy Austin posting like naked it's, pics it's, and selling stuff together and she's lost a few fights now. I'm like you don't have the I think MMA fighters get get so much money and then don't have the drive for it but we're boxers they're always sort of do you know what I mean is that yeah. a fair comparison I don't I... know
0: I think the, the the commercialism of MMA is is, is very similar to wrestling you know what I Aye, mean? like
1: it's a show. And, uh, my God, MMA definitely is not because then boys and girls get hurt, like. Oh, yeah. No, it yeah, no, da- is. Yeah, I
0: respect it. it. I'm just saying. Uh, this is why I like boxing. Well, or. the fact that Ronald <laughs> Rousey went into wrestling. There, uh, there yeah, you yeah. go, like. There you go. But then then you have... Oh, yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm not, not going to talk much more Fury. about it. Yeah, forget about <laughs> it all. Yeah, No, so next week is, is, is very exciting. We're looking forward to seeing Terry Hopper V Natasha Jonas. And then the week after that and then... You know, like, this is this is what's exciting. Yeah. My, my month of August is planned ahead of me. Yo. You know, every weekend I've got, you know, because I was glad football came back. A big Liverpool fan, so that was really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and, it, and it Scottish just, leagues back now yeah, too. but it just sort of finished up just in time for the boxing to start again. Yeah. And now I've got this whole month of uh, August all sort of planned out. Yeah. You know, every weekend there's going to be a fight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get used to it, and then I'm gonna be raging. You know, the first week of September, if there's no big fight on after, there will be. Yeah, there will be some there's, there's stuff in the pipeline. Like. They're starting to get things out. One thing though where they're really, really messing up and, and I, don't, I don't actually know who to blame here whether it's Oscar De La Hoya or DAZN or whatever but uh, is Canelo even going to fight this year? I mean, how do you not? like Canelo wasting a year in his prime. Mm. That's uh, not even just his prime. Like, this you think is, it's
1: Canelo's fault?
0: I'm not saying it's Canelo's fault. I no, that's what I'm saying. It's like his promotional team or whoever. I don't know if it's De La Hoya or DAZN or what, why he's not fighting or why they just can't get contracts because everybody wants to fight him. What is the latest on this? I don't know. I thought well, Billy Juice honors wouldn't fight him. Calvin Smith wants to fight him, but now he's not going to chase him anymore. And um, there's talk of everyone's playing hard to get. Shalab Plant. There's talk of. I mean, where, is he going to get the rematch with Triple G, the trilogy fight? Because he would need a big, big fight for this year to sort of make up for the revenue mm-hmm. he's lost. Not that he's lost revenue. Do you know what I mean? Was there
1: like was there talk of Lemieux fighting him again? Am I might be. Ah, like there Like, like nah. it,
0: p- <laughs> not again. I haven't fought before, but I mean.
1: Oh no! It was Billy Joe fought Lemieux.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, but who
1: who like Lemieux? Who, who are you, Lemieux?
0: Yeah, like, I couldn't give a shit about. That. But <laughs> I it, just think but I'm just thinking, but that's the scene French cow. It's just looking more and more like he, is he actually going to go even fight? <laughs> you know, like aye, can, wild. How how can you not find an opponent for Canelo? They're going to get paid, whatever. Like, more than they've ever got paid in their life.
1: But he's then. Got all the
0: belts and the credibility. And if you beat him, then, you know, their rematch is, know. is your change of your life moment.
1: But then, are we sitting in the situation like what I was talking about there, where it's like maybe he's too comfortable in his ivory tire and he's like, si, sí, me no need to fit as much anymore. I don't know. What I'm trying to do wow. Mexican. I'm sure he just no. speak
0: in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he say yes, me no need to?
1: Because I think no <laughs> in Spanish is just no. So I didn't really want to. <laughs> wanted to use por. Por. Cuatro cerve. Surveja, por favor. That's the only thing I know how to say in Spanish. There you go. Four beers, please. The
0: boxing is back, the podcast is back, and Neve's brutal accents are back.
1: I did ten weeks of Spanish, back two years ago, and as you can see... No, you know something about a cat. It's... what? Oh, un gato. That's a cat. Oh,
0: do you know what I know? And this is boxing related. Manos de piedra.
1: Hands of stone. Hands of stone. Roberto Duran, isn't
0: it? Of course it's Roberto Duran. Who else is (laughs) it? I but am. I mean
1: is that I? There was he, It's the only Lee, Spanish phrase I know Lee read his book and Lee would not shut up just at random times with no context Manos de Piedra throughout the day sitting at your dinner Manos de Piedra I'm I like, would just say
0: it with different tones as yeah. though it means something I don't different know,
1: as if it's like the Holy Grail or something Oh um, Manos de
0: Piedra <laughs>
1: Okay <laughs> so The one thing I wanted to talk about um, probably on a final note is the whole Tyson
0: uh, Ugh, coming yeah. back, yeah. Twelfth um, of September, so that'll be my September fate
1: that I can look that? forward to. <laughs> Do we, what is that on? Do it. Oh, I don't know,
0: no idea.
1: And so this is what I want to say to well. so us. We were out on Saturday night, and I was getting a taxi. And I just want to give everyone a tip, right? See if you're ever in Belfast. I don't know if you're from Belfast or what. See if you're ever in Belfast, and you're in a taxi, and the taxi ride is a wee bit awkward, or you just want to have something in common with a taxi man. Always always bring up boxing because every taxi driver in Belfast is either into boxing thinks he's an expert or has boxed or I I boxed in Ulster Hall when I was young and you're like if you had a pound for every time someone said that you'd actually be a millionaire and there's no way that they all did but um your man in the taxi I was like I blah 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 my boxing club's down there because we were driving past it and started talking about boxing I was like what are you going to taste in all this rematch and he was like I, I, do you believe it's speeding pads? I don't believe that's real. And I was like, what do you mean you don't believe it's real? I think it's sped up Reddit. I was like, I definitely don't think it's that, but you need to realise like it's, like, right, Tyson obviously is exceptional even in his 50s, but it's very easy for anyone to look good on pads. If you yeah. rehearse a pad combo enough times, yeah. you but can I, look deadly. I don't deadly. even think
0: that's what he's done. He's, he knows pad combos. He's oh making. my God, yeah, but, <laughs> but the
1: fact that the taxi man's like, how do you think it's edited and it's sped up? I was like, You're it's, thinking too much of this. I, I think he's
0: sort of missing the point of what why it's wrong. Like Aye. you know, you're sort of like you feel like you're on the same page and was like, yeah, this shit fight shouldn't be happening. Then they say something like and you're like No, no. you know, sure I was too really g- I hard. was two
1: gens in and I was like, I'm not about this.
0: <laughs> I, I mean like pff, I don't know. I suppose they're both in their like fifties or whatever and they're going and they can fight Aye. each other, so it's level playing feeling that but like I mean there's no secret, like when you get older, you know, your body can't take as much. and um, they're both gonna go out there to try and hurt each other and is that really safe? I mean I, it's for her entertainment you know what I mean I,
1: and I love Tyson I love Tyson but his mental health there's something up there see listening to his podcast there's yeah. something not but this and, this. And Roy is Jones
0: not, Jr like I mean the man already ruined so much credibility in his own career he was, he was the best boxer of the 90s probably and you know if he had retired at his peak maybe after his heavyweight title you know we'd be talking to him in the same sort of breath as like Mayweather and things mm. like that you know like, is he in that sort of Oh, you could argue best ever because he did this. You know what other boxers couldn't do. But then he was losing. Then he drew it on far too long. Got far too old. Wouldn't give up the ghost, and started losing to people that really wouldn't even qualify as sparring partners to him back in the, back in the day. But this is the... Is this for
1: charity? No. Like, be, I, I think they're getting paid. Oh, to they're know definitely what, getting paid. How much would you need to be paid for this? But you know what the thing is as well? Do you remember Tony Bellew went... Again, I love him too. Like I think Tony Belli's, like so funny. Like A great boxer, but I just like his personality. But he went on that SAS, Who Dares, Who Wins, but like the celebrity version. Uh-huh. And he is so... One of the... Pure off intention here, but one of the like activities or challenges that he had to do was he had to sit and let all the other contestants basically punched life at him with boxing gloves but the whole point was like to build up this resilience and this mindset because if you were ever in a situation with the SAS or the army or whatever where you were getting tortured you had to just withstand and take it and not lose your cool and he goes nuts he starts throwing the girls off him like basically punched one of the girls because there was women and men punching him Mm -hmm. and then your man Aunt Milton takes him in after and he's like you need to like you need to chill out here and basically like do you know where Tony Belli hung up the gloves and it was like well, can't we just spend time with my kids now? And yeah. You know, like, pure cat, but
0: Brutal Liverpool. I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, like, I do think with things like fight sports, um, and partly this happens a lot of I know, like, we're not putting wrestling in there in the category, but partly this happens with them too, you know. They, they think they want to hang up the gloves and stuff, and they think they want to have a calm life, but then, like, they're still in, like, their 30s or their 40s or whatever, and then they're just constantly chasing a high that they can't get back. And I think that's what's happening in Tyson and... And Roy Jones, like, you know, they've been out of it this long and they probably don't care if they're going to get their heads battered in because they just want something, like.
0: Yeah. I mean, the mentality of fighters, you know, you can't. Your body's too old for it, but, you know, in your head, you're still that fighter. But, I mean, I, I don't want to give it too much air time. So. Me being philosophical, sorry. Yes. Me and my so, tangents. So, uh, I think that's a nice place, sort of, to leave it at that. or er, We are back. That's the review of last weekend's fighting. The um, we upcoming will, fights, too. Yeah, and we'll, a little bit of talk about this, this week's fight coming, but, uh, fights. But we'll we'll do another review show um, of all the fights this week. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're back in business. So remember to follow us, Mm -hmm. subscribe. We are on Spotify. We are on CastBox. We are on Apple Store. Apple Podcasts.
1: We're on every major podcast stream. No, I'm going to name them
0: all. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: We are also on Twitter at his and her boxing on instagram they well. also give us a wee follow leave us a wee review on the likes of apple podcast too because um even like a wee five star rating because it helps us in the listings and mm-hmm. stuff for other people that want to find us and i yeah thank you so much again for listening and i think i'm gonna go because lee's looking at me like please don't try to do another accent <laughs> um but yeah thank Gracias. you so much guys <laughs> Manos de piedra bye adios